Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast by putting in Frank Lomas and either TR90 or Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging, all pushed together as one word. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, you can dial into 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 to join us live. We would be thrilled to have you along with us. That TR90 program, when you're starting out, is actually the beginning of a lifestyle change, so it is really important that um, I feel it's important to continue to help anybody that's coming into the TR90 program. When you're, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I am a teacher by trade, but a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise going back more than four and a half uh, four and a half decades, I almost said centuries, I'm not that old. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I came to the TR90 program when it first came out, absolutely loved it. For me, it worked much better than the R90 program, its immediate predecessor. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. If you're not able to do that, just take them with your meals. It'll still work. Um, my experience has been that many times I had to take it with my meals. It was, I couldn't plan 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And I feel that this is a critical part of our whole program that seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which are your proteins, your carbohydrates, your fats, the the big the big pieces of nutrients. The micronutrients, well, that is your vitamins and your minerals that are contained within those fruits and vegetables. And the other thing that fruits and vegetables contain if they're closer to their source is fiber. And fiber helps in two ways, one of which is for satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other way that fiber helps is for good digestive health. And for that, guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily, and ladies, you need about 32 grams of fiber for that same purpose. And if you're getting all that fiber, well, it's going to be important to move because 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise five days a week is what the program recommends. Can you do more? Absolutely. And it can be whatever exercise you deem will work best in your lifestyle and what you need. Um, I know that both Frank and I try to mix up the aerobics with the weight bearing just because that keeps us kind of well balanced. <clears throat> and if you're exercising moderately to heavily well, then you need to be looking at your hydration levels. If you, for instance, weigh 100 pounds, you should be drink, start out drinking 50 ounces of water daily and then bumping it up from there, depending on if you're exercising heavily, which you could be losing up to a quart in an hour, if you're exercising heavily, or if you're in a humid area and you're losing it due to perspiration because of the humidity. So one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. And the last thing that everything I have read and studied up on over the last 14, 15 years, 
suggests that seven to nine hours of sleep really gives you a good basis to um, start out with and really keep things on an even keel. That sleep, um, you, your body does a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping. It repairs muscles and tissues. It stores memories. It clears out toxins. It just does a multitude of things. So getting adequate sleep is really important. Today's information is coming out of a book that's called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, MD. And I said we were going to be jumping into the phytonutrients, and it is called the Nature's Magic Pills, with magic being in quotes. There are clear reasons why heart attacks and cancer prevail in our, as our number one and number two killers. And let's examine those. The American diet is designed for disease. Americans currently consume about 25% of their calories from fiberless animal fats and another 62% from highly processed refined carbohydrates and extracted oils. Almost half of all vegetables consumed are potatoes, and half of the potatoes consumed are in the form of fries or chips. Furthermore, potatoes are one of the least nutritious vegetables. The same studies that show anti-cancer effects of green leafy vegetables, fruits, and beans suggest that potato-heavy diets are not healthy and show a positive association with colon cancer. Possibly this association exists because of the way potatoes are consumed, fried or with butter or with other dangerous fats. And excluding potatoes, Americans consume a mere 5% of their calories from fruits and vegetables and legumes. Cheese consumption increased 180% between 1970 and 2003. Cheese is the primary source of saturated fat in our diet. Convenience foods have probably been the driving force behind the increase, and in fact, two-thirds of our nation's cheese production is for commercially prepared foods such as pizza, tacos, nachos, fast food meals, spreads, sauces, and packaged snacks. From the convenience foods to fast food restaurants, our fast-paced society has divorced itself from healthy, healthful eating. It may be convenient to pick up a soda, burger, and fries, or pizza, but the convenience is not without its price. The result is that we are sicker than ever, and our medical costs are skyrocketing out of control. Dr. Furman insists that our low consumption of unrefined plant foods is largely responsible for our dismal mortality statistics. Most of us perish prematurely as a result of our daily dietary folly. And the most common, uh, the major killers of Americans is heart attacks, diabetes, and strokes is 40% of all deaths, and cancer is 22% of all deaths, just to give you an idea of where he's coming from. And... uh, Populations with low death rates from the major killer diseases, populations that almost never have overweight members, consume more than 75% of their calories from unrefined plant substances. This is at least 10 times more than what the average American consumes. And for 
Um, uh, let's see. Let's scoot over here. So why is this the case? And why do we see so much heart disease and cancer in healthier societies? Is it animal products that are deadly? Are the refined carbohydrates solely to blame? Or is it just the plant foods are so miraculously wonderful at protecting us against diseases, or is it all three? Obviously, the economical poor regions of the world have significant health, public health problems, poor sanitation, poverty, malnutrition, high infant mortality rates, high rates of infectious disease, including AIDS, parasitic diseases, and even tuberculosis. However, in spite of all of these things that cause an early death, if we took look at the cause of death statistics from the World Health Organization for people between the ages of 55 and 75, we find very few cancer deaths and heart attack deaths in those poor societies. The diseases of poverty are mostly infectious diseases and are found in the areas of the world with compromised nutrition. Heart attacks and the most common cancers, breast, colon, and prostate, are found in rich societies where nutritional extravagance is the rule. Nowhere in the world today can we find a society that combines economic wealth with a high intake and variety of unrefined plant foods. Can you imagine the health potential of a society that would be able to enjoy excellent sanitation, emergency medical care, refrigeration, clean water, flush toilets, and the availability of fresh produce year-round, and yet avoid nutritional ignorance and nutritional extravagance? We have this opportunity today, an unprecedented amount, uh, unprecedented opportunity in human history, the opportunity to live long and healthy life without the fear of disease. This opportunity can be yours. Natural plant foods, though usually carbohydrate-rich, also contain proteins and fats. Over 25% of the calories in vegetables are from protein. Romaine lettuce, for example, is rich in both protein and essential fatty acids, <clears throat> giving us those healthy fats our body requires. For more information about essential fatty fats and protein content of vegetables and various other foods, um, we'll be probably diving into that later, um, probably later this month. Many large-scale epidemiological studies have shown conclusively that certain plant foods play a role in protecting the body against diseases that affect and kill at least 500,000 Americans each year. There is no longer any question about the importance of fruits and vegetables in our diet. The greater the quantity and the assortment of fruits and vegetables consumed, the lower the incidence of heart, rate, heart attacks, strokes, and cancer. There is still some controversy about which foods cause which cancers and whether certain types of fats are the culprits with certain cancers. But there's one thing we know for sure. Raw vegetables, fresh fruits have powerful anti-cancer agents. Studies have repeatedly shown the correlation between 
Consumption of these foods and the lower incidence of various cancers, including those of the breast, colon, rectum, lung, stomach, prostate, and pancreas. This means that your risk of cancer decreases with an increased intake of fruits and vegetables, and the earlier in life that you start eating large amounts of these foods, the more protection you get. Humans are genetically adapted to expect a high intake of natural, unprocessed, plant-derived substances. Cancer is a disease of maladaption. It results primarily from the body's lacking critical substances found in certain types of vegetation, many of which still undiscovered that are metabolically necessary for normal protective function. Natural foods unadulterated by man are highly complex, so complex that the exact structure and the majority of the compounds they contain are not precisely known. A tomato, for example, contains more than 10,000 different phytochemicals. It may never be possible to extract the precise symphony of nutrients found in vegetation and place and place it in a pill. Isolated nutrients extracted from the food may never offer the same level of disease protective effects as the whole natural foods as nature designed them. Fruits and vegetables contain a variety of nutrients which work in subtle synergies and many of these nutrients cannot be isolated or extracted. Phytochemicals from a variety of plant foods work together to become a much more potent at detoxifying carcinogens and protecting against cancer than when taken individually as isolated compounds. After years of examining the accumulating evidence, eight top health organizations joined forces and agreed to encourage Americans to eat more unrefined plant food and less food from animal sources as revealed in the dietary guidelines published in the Journal of American Heart Association. These authorities are the Nutrition Committee of the American Heart Association, the American Cancer Society, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the Council on Cardiovascular Disease in the Young, the Council on Epidemiology and Prevention, the American Dietetic Association, the Division of Nutrition Research of the National Institutes of Health, the American Society for Clinical Nutrition. Their unified guidelines are a giant step in the right direction. Their aim is to offer protection against the major chronic diseases in America including heart disease and cancer. The emphasis is on eating a variety of foods, mostly fruits and vegetables, with very little simple sugar or high-fat foods, especially animal foods, said Abby Block, Ph.D., R.D., and chair of the American Cancer Society at that time. Based on the accumulation of years of research, these health experts' conclusions was that too much animal source food is one of the leading causes of heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, and obesity, 
and all the major chronic diseases that cost 1.4 million Americans their lives each year, more than two-thirds of all deaths in the United States. So um, on Thursday, we'll be jumping into the phytochemical revolution. We'll have Frank up tomorrow at the top of the hour. If you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information with you. And this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, on December 5th, 2023, signing out. I welcome any thoughts or comments. And if you're one of my shy people and would much rather text me, you can do that at 503-502-4863. Just let me know in the community group. So there we have it. Why it is really important to be eating lots of those fresh fruits and vegetables as much as we can that are unrefined. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to go ahead and release this and wish you a great day. And as I said, we'll have Frank up tomorrow.